0: everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about losing weight with love, as opposed to losing it with hate. The biggest mistake I see people making motivationally is they hate their bodies, right? You're not happy with how you look, you don't like how you feel, and you hate it. And you try and use this hate to get yourself to eat better, exercise, do things that'll make you lose weight. And then at that point, maybe you'll love it then, you know, and and that's the idea, but it rarely works. Um, You know, at the end of the day, if you hate something, you tend to want to punish it. And so if you're trying to you know, hate your body in order to get yourself to lose weight, it, it tends not to work. It's an unpleasant feeling, it's an unpleasant strategy to get this result that you want. So the alternative is to love yourself starting right now because when you love something, you want to treat it nice, you want to make it feel better, you want to take care of it. And so simply this little switch can make such a difference with how you approach this whole process and it can feel better instantly, you know, and get you better results. Because uh, at the end of the day, you, you can't hate yourself healthy. It just doesn't work. Um, and for the people that do end up getting the, lo- the weight loss goals, they're still not happy anyways. You know, they just find more things to not like about themselves. So loving yourself is part of the entire process. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it's not challenging at first. You know, loving your body is one of those things that people know they should do. And you would say it to other people, but to genuinely actually feel love for your body can be a real challenge. So how do you do that? Well, one of the techniques I like to use just to at least get a feeling for it, because I think what what a lot of people do, oh, I got to love my body more. It's almost like affirmation sometimes. It's like, you know, you should say these things, you know, you should believe these things and feel them, but you don't. And so we want to start with off with a genuine sense of love. What does that feel like? And in order to do that, I think we want to shift from aesthetic, superficial, how we look, focus, and start focusing on the functionality of our body. So, you know, you don't, you don't know what you got until it's gone. And so your body is here. And again, I don't know what you're working with physically, um, but if you're watching me, your eyes work, right? The people that that eyes there aren't working, they would love to have eyes that work. You know, so again, this is part of your body. And again, we're focusing on the functionality because when you really focus on the functionality that you kind of overlook and you're kind of ungrateful for because you just take it for granted, um, you start to realize, yes, I do genuinely love my eyes. I genuinely love my hands, my feet, my legs. Um, and we start looking at it functionally. And you can go through all the different parts of your body that you love having. And again, the easiest way is through comparison. What if you didn't have the use of this part of your body? What if you didn't have this part of your body? You know, and then you start to feel a genuine sense of love for it. And I think this is the path you wanna start taking to feel that. And as you start to really connect to your body and feel a sense of love for it, it sets you up to approach this process completely different. Because again, ideally, we really wanna get off of just thinking we wanna look better anyways. And we wanna make this more about how we're feeling and functional, how we look as well, that's fine. But usually people are very unbalanced in their motivation where they really are so fixated on how they're going to look and wanting to look better that they forget that really the most important piece here is that gaining control of your health and your weight is going to most likely make you live longer more years of your life and those years are going to be a much higher quality you're going to have more freedom more independence more mobility more happiness more success all these wonderful things in life that you want and so as we start to feel and build on a foundation of love i think we feel the love, and then it becomes a process of, I wanna feel more love. And I think that's the big difference because if we're trying to hate ourselves to a point where we love ourselves, it, it never comes. You know, it's like we, we get close to it and it just never comes. And if you start practicing feeling love for yourself now, again, starting functionally and then moving into parts of yourself that you do love and starting to build on that and realizing this is a practice. This is part of the practice of mastering your weight is generating and thinking about yourself and feeling more love. And I think when you get better at that, you're going to find that it's much easier, natural and automatic to make healthier food choices, to make healthier lifestyle choices that again, bring you the direction you want. So take a little bit of time today and experiment with this. See if it's true. See if it feels better. If you genuinely create a feeling of love for yourself, Notice how it feels and then notice what effect it has on your reading and your lifestyle choices. All right. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I will, uh, answer what I can and not answer what I can't. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no questions yet, but yeah, if anyone has any weight loss questions, feel free. Again, if you don't know me, I'm Jim Katsoulis. I uh, am the creator of Program Yourself. Then, been helping people master their weight professionally for 20 years my own story started over 30 years ago and so one thing i can promise you is that i will give you a different take on things than the typical weight loss information you typically hear and i think that sometimes getting a different perspective on things can sometimes be the most valuable piece of it especially when it's about your mindset you know because that's probably the most overlooked piece of the weight loss puzzle you know is the mindset piece um, do you eat sugar or substitutes like monk fruit? Uh, I don't eat much sugar. You know, that has definitely been a thing I've, I've actively lowered down. I look at sugar very much like I look at alcohol. And I had an issue with alcohol uh, a long time ago. And I still drink alcohol. But, but I have been able to really make that a much healthier relationship. I only drink two nights a week. Um, and, and I drink moderately those nights. And so I look at sugar very much like that. So I still eat sugar, but it's, it's rarely, you know, I, I, I might have a little bit each day, maybe after dinner and I might have more, more of it like, you know, cake, donuts, regular stuff on the weekends, but I'm very specific to kind of compress my sugar eating. And I like to have, again, it, Well, in program yourself, then we have a five, two model, five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. So within that model, you know, five days of the week, four and a half days of the week, I'm really eating very, very little sugar. Again, I might have like you know chocolate at the end of a dinner, a couple pieces of chocolate, some small amount of sugar, but that that's literally it all day. So I, I like that. So I don't use sugar substitutes for the rest of it. Now, part of the reason why is a sugar is not great for you. Okay, um, it's not great for your body, not great for your health, not great for if you want to lose weight typically. Um, sugar substitutes, I don't really like either, even if they're natural, because what they do is they calibrate your taste buds to a very sweet level. And so, again, it doesn't matter. Processed sugar, monk fruit, stevia, whatever it is, if it's sweet, your tongue gets used to sweet flavors. And when you go to try and eat natural foods, it's going to taste bland and not be very appealing. So part of my process of mastering my eating is getting my my taste buds in line, you know, and, and keeping them... I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. No one wants to hear this, but I really do seek to calibrate my taste buds to more bland flavors for most of the week. On the weekend, you know, again, it's a different story, but during the week, I really like eating very blandish foods. Um, Now, those foods, because listen, hey, bland foods are are typically the healthiest foods. That's just that, right? I mean, processed foods are hyper hyper palatable, And so most of us, if you're eating a, a standard American diet, you're taste buds have been calibrated to hyper palatable taste profiles and natural flavors that are the healthy ones, right? Fruits, vegetables, greens, beans, the natural whole clean foods are going to be less appealing if you're typically eating hyper palatable foods. They just seem boring. What's up, Karen? Um so <clears throat> that's again that's part of a bigger bigger um a bigger strategy. But I think it's important cuz again the idea comes that uh what most people try and do is they just try and consciously control their eating, And what I like to do is take a more holistic uh, approach to everything. And so what a lot of people never really look at, because again, most dieters approach things very superficially where, again, they expect they're gonna be hungry, tired, unhealthy cravings, they're gonna wanna overeat, they're not gonna be full. And then they're gonna go on a diet, they're gonna use their willpower to fight against all that. Well, program yourself then, we're using a much more holistic, comprehensive approach and it's a preventative approach. That's the core of it. And so we're looking to look at the eating behaviors we want to change. And we're looking to look at the factors that create the things that lead to those behaviors. So let, me, let me give you specifics. So the lifestyle system that we follow in order of importance, in my opinion, in these habits, proper sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. Okay? So if you start to work on creating a lifestyle with these habits in it consistently, what happens is your energy levels go up, your moods balance out and brighten up, your hunger tends to be reduced, your um, cravings tend to become healthier and the unhealthy cravings tend to fade away a bit. Your ability to influence your decisions increases because you have more clarity, mental focus. And so again, this is a preventative approach. So as you as you do this, and again, how you eat as well affects this. If you restrict the sugar, Restrict the carbs, hyper palatable foods, processed foods, and become more natural, um, your, your taste buds change and you enjoy natural flavors more. So, again, it's this comprehensive approach where we're really impacting both things at the same time um, and not just relying on willpower. You know, where a lot of people are really doing a lot of things to set themselves up for failure and they're just thinking they're just going to willpower themselves through things they're not, you know? And so, again, I think you need to have a much more comprehensive, holistic approach to this um, to typically do it. Um, what do you typically eat throughout the week? So the way I structure things, there's, there's two types of structures, right? So the the five, two, I was talking about five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating, and then there's the day, um, structure. And so what I like to do and what I've worked up to pretty much most of the time is breakfast, lunch, dinner. I want to have three meals and that's it. And that's pretty much where I'm at most of the time. Um, If you have snacks, that's fine too. But what we want to do is we want to structure it. Because if you don't have structure, it's very difficult to change your eating. Okay, that being said, Monday through Friday, I eat the exact same breakfast. I'll usually have like Ezekiel, toast, natural peanut butter, apple, peanut butter. That's my breakfast. Then I'll drink a a lot of water. Um, Lunch will come Monday through Thursday. Lunch, I'm eating a giant salad. If you go to my bio and watch the picture, I show you how I prepare my salads. Then you get a sense of what that is. Um, And then the dinners... Dinners are always different, but they're the same typically week to week. Uh, Monday night a lot of times might be like a chickpea dish, you know, with some vegetables and some grain. Um, Tuesday night be, might be kind of a, a, a taco Tuesday sort of thing. So I might have like black beans and taco salad, tacos. Uh, Wednesday night might be fish, vegetables, grain, um, you know. So, so it's kind of like that. So that week to week. And then the weekend is um, more my pleasure eating. I'm 69 kilograms. I'm tele- 10 kilograms overweight. Help. Um <laughs> um brownie all right uh i also have zero motivation for the gym yeah well you don't have to go to the gym to lose weight so i have zero motivation to, go to the gym too and i've been the same way for 30 years so it's not about it's you know really like mastering your weight and i always like to make this distinction that what i'm talking about here isn't weight loss weight loss is really coded subconsciously as a temporary thing and um oh my goodness my dog's being crazy <laughs> so um dieting and weight loss is seen as a temporary thing and i like to make the distinction that what i'm talking about is weight mastery okay and so um the way you master your weight is you build around your strengths not trying to fix all your weaknesses so 30 years ago when i was 50 pounds heavier i wanted to change my weight and i was honest with myself i, said, I don't like going to the gym i don't like working out good cardio weightlifting. i didn't like it and so i didn't do it i said i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm lazy i know this I'm gonna build around my laziness and I'm just gonna focus on my eating and I'll eat less. How lazy could you be, right? Just just less to do. So um, that's what I built around for 30 years and uh, that's how I've done it. So yeah, but I think you did, Brownie, you mentioned something important is, is motivation is important. You know, It's the crucial piece of the whole puzzle and most people that wanna lose weight have no real sense of how to motivate themselves and um, that's one of the core reasons you're struggling uh, to lose weight. You know, and so um, that's uh, that's the first thing you got to really do. Again, in Program Yourself Then, in the mindset piece, the very first section of the whole program after you learn the, the Program Yourself Then technique is motivation, you know, because that's that's the engine that drives the whole process. And again, you, you really, you never, you don't even, you have no idea how to motivate yourself most likely. Uh, I, I referenced the spontaneous pain-based motivation that most dieters rely on. So you're like, you're not really thinking about your weight and then all of a sudden something happens that makes you, feel really bad about your weight that usually you step on the scale finally you see a picture of yourself the clothes don't fit that you swore always would Um, someone says something mean to you or shitty to you you got to go to a doctor and then now you're thinking about it you catch a reflection so these little triggers that happen and you get so upset about it and you're in such an emotional state such a pain-based state that then what do you do you go and you start your your crazy your crazy plan you know um hey hey i'm bear um, you, you just start your crazy plan, you know, and you go all in on it and you do it for a couple days, a couple weeks, and then you just go back to whatever, um, whatever happens. Yeah. Brownie says all those triggers you mentioned has happened. Yeah, I know. I, I know. <laughs> I have been doing this for 20 years professionally. And, uh, Hey Astrid, I see you. That's awesome. I know. I'm so proud of you, Astrid. I can't wait to work with you. I'm, I'm super excited. Um, so yeah, that, that's a good decision. I'm pr- proud of you. always proud when people take action. It's uh, so great. Um, but yeah, so, so it's like, again, learning how to motivate yourself is a big piece of the puzzle. I think a lot of dieters, like genuine motivation, not just this emotional, I got to lose the weight. I got to lose the weight. I'm going to, you know, it's that all or nothing thing, right? I mean, you're all stuck in that all or nothing thinking. You, you know this, <laughs> but you don't fix it. I, that's, the, that's one of the weirdest parts I will tell you of, of the diet thing is like people like, I'm an all or nothing thinker. <clears throat> I know it's a problem. I just approach, I'm all or nothing, all or nothing. And it's like, well, why don't you change it? Like, why do, you, why do you just let that go? Because it's preventing you from getting results, you know? I know a lot of people don't know what the answer is gonna be. This fruit fly season around here, it's driving me insane. Um, but the, the solution is to be all or something, you know? Again, that's the program yourself then model, but uh, yeah. How do you chill out and not be all or nothing? Yeah, yeah, great. that's a great question <laughs> um, because that's the game here, you know? And so how do you chill out? Well, I think you chill out by realizing that the all-or-nothing strategy is horseshit. It's, it's just trash. It's a shit strategy, just like dieting. You know. So that's what I suggest to all of you. That's why I get on here again. If I can do anything for you, it's it's to help you realize that it's not your fault that you haven't lost weight. It, it's not you, because I know you're thinking it's because I haven't committed enough. I haven't enough the willpower. I'm too addicted to food. It's not that. It's that you don't have. You've never learned how to influence your behaviors. Your real weight loss problem isn't that you don't know what to eat, what not to eat. You know enough about what to eat and what not to eat to lose weight. The problem is you don't know how to get yourself to do it consistently to get the results you want, you know? And if you're really honest, I mean, like, none of the diets are ever teaching you how to do that, right? Every diet, every workout plan is basically saying, here's the plan, follow it. And what do you do? You got willpower and you try and force yourself to follow it, you know? So the all or nothing thing and now, again, if you're listening to me, you're probably an overthinker. You're probably a perfectionist. That I just attract that type of person. I am one, you know? The overthinking's not the problem, you know? The perfectionism is. Because <laughs> the perfectionism sometimes is is a problem. But the all or nothing thinking is is really a consequence of, you only think all or nothing because you're thinking about your weight loss in a short-term time frame, And this has been conditioned in you by the diet. So you think about your, yeah, I'm gonna diet until I lose the weight. That's how you think about it. So you think of it as this sh- temporary thing as soon as you think about it as a temporary thing, you say, okay, how can I do it as quick as possible? That's all these diets that are extreme over corrections. And then the other problem is that you're approaching it, it feels like a sprint. And so you make a little mistake. This is the all or nothing piece. If you make a mistake on your diet, it feels catastrophic. You're just like, if you're running a sprint and you trip, you're losing the sprint, right? The only thing that's going to win a sprint is perfection. If you're running a marathon, you can make up for it, but but not, not a sprint. And so again, it... What, what, what's best, what's, what's influencing your weight more than anything else is your mindset. And you have the, the mindset of a dieter and um, it keeps you stuck. So it's important, you know, I could just sit here and say, be all or something, but it doesn't mean anything to you. You know what I mean? Um, because there's no bigger idea. So to change that mindset, the first step is to really shift your goal, make it more accurate. You don't want to lose weight. You don't, I promise you, you don't want to lose weight. Um, What you want is you want to return to your goal weight and live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot. Do not think those are the same goal because to your subconscious mind, they're absolutely not. And so you need to upgrade your goal. Is that not more accurate? Which would you rather have? Would you rather lose the weight or would you rather live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on near autopilot? I mean, the answer is obvious when you say it that way but you haven't been saying it that way all you do I know I know I've never met you but how about this I know in your head all you do is think I just wanna lose weight I just wanna lose weight I just wanna lose weight I just wanna lose the weight I just want to lose weight and I think this is why people lose the weight and put it back on because you just are constantly telling yourself just want to lose the weight but what happens when you get to your goal weight you can't keep losing it you know and this brings us to the big issue here is that you've got two mindsets and this is your biggest problem You've got your, so speaking of nothing, your nothing mindset is your overweight mindset. So when you're just not thinking about weight, food, trying when you're not trying to change anything, and just living your life, you're overweight, right? You, you just, the way you eat, the way you live, you're overweight. And when you get really upset and they're gonna change your weight, what do you do? You flip into diet mode, all mode, right? And now you gonna start the first day, you cut 50, 60% of your calories out, you completely cut sugar out, completely cut carbs out, 1200 calories, count all my points, right? Everything's all. Like, and what do you do? You do that for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, and then you go back to nothing mode. And so your whole life has been and will always be all or nothing, overweight diet, overweight diet, overweight diet. And it's a bad place to be because even if you diet really hard for a while and you get the, the goal weight, you still only have these mindsets. And now you're, you're in trouble. That's why it's estimated 95% of people to weight back on, you know? So what's the answer? Well, the answer is to start developing and creating a thin and healthy mindset. So you can think like a thin and healthy person. So you can live at your thin and healthy weight for the rest of your life. You know, so that, That's kind of a, a big answer to that question there. What's your thoughts about light diet products? Is it okay or should we choose more natural options? Yeah, I definitely go to natural options. Um, you, you can't, this processed foods, processed food. Now everything's relative, okay? So I want to make that clear. So if you've got uh, you know, a Big Mac in front of you or you've got a diet uh, you know, meal in front of you, the diet meal is probably the better option. Okay. So everything's relative. And I think that's so important with weight loss because weight loss, we're constantly fed this black or white, all or nothing mentality, you know? And so listen, changing your weight is is one of the most complex undertakings you're ever going to take. And again, you're not going to hear this very often because everyone's trying to sell you on their dumb diet. And so they try and make it seem as simple and easy as possible. But that's a fucking lie. It's a lie. I'm just going to tell you that. If you really want to change your weight, and live as a thin, healthy version of you, as the best version of you. Again, program yourself into a personal development program. Um, we take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. But if you wanna live as the thin and healthy version of yourself for the rest of your life, I mean, you've gotta imagine it's gonna take some effort and some energy to create this version of you. I, I, again, I, I, one great part of doing all this for free is I don't have to bullshit you. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna sit there and bullshit you. I'm gonna shoot you straight. I, again, my, my mission in life is to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. So I'm not going to bullshit you. And one of the big bullshits of the weight loss industry is that there's some easy solution right around the corner and there's not, there's just not, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. And so, um, you know, if that, if that's a non-starter for you, go watch the Ozempic lives, (laughs) um, you know, or the, the ones, you know, the, the people showing the before and after pictures, that's always kind of like the thing, the before and after pictures is always like a clue, um, you know, that, that you know, you're being manipulated, but anyways, so yes, that's my thing is, is, um, you know, light diet products. It's not my ideal, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, how do I sign up? What I'd suggest first is I would, uh, what I'd suggest to all of you. Okay. Like I said, literally my mission in life is to help as many people as possible at their goal weight. And I, I do have a program. Um, I do coaching and I I have a program, um, that I sell, but I, I also give a lot of stuff away for free. You know, like a lot. I don't think you'll see anyone give more things away for free than me. And I've got plans for even more stuff coming. So the way to get kind of into my email list is go to my bio. You click my little picture up on the top. Go to my bio and there's a link there. And you click that and you fill out like four or five questions. I'll give you a hypnosis session that's custom made for you. It's a 10-minute kickstart session called the New Thin Me. Uh, And then it takes a couple minutes to send that to you. And then I send you to a page where there's a training this I think is the most important piece of the puzzle at the moment. It's the three steps to master your weight, and um, it's about a half hour. But this will this will kind of re- reveal the entire approach and system, you know, that, that that I teach. And um and then if you're interested in the program, you know, I talk about it at the end of it, or you can go to ProgramYourselfThin.com if you want to see it. But um yeah, I would I would go the other route and just see if this resonates with you. Doesn't resonate with everyone. You know, I could tell you that. Um, most people just want to, give me another diet. Give me another diet. I want another diet. This time it's going to work. I'm really serious this time. I'm really going to follow the diet this time. And this wouldn't be for you. But um, for the right people, they know who they are and they, they get involved and, yeah, we work together. <laughs> I got a coaching call coming up in, uh, you know, 45 minutes. That's another piece of the, the program here is that I coach people. Um, we have two coaching calls every week. So... Um, that's helpful as well, but yeah, you can go find out about there. But even if you don't, if, even if you're not interested in the program, go get the hypnosis session. So I've tried hypnosis; it doesn't work. Well, I'm one of the highest-paid hypnotists on the planet. It's 25 grand to work with me privately. Have you have you worked with anyone <laughs> like that? Have you worked with who's done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions? Who's been obsessed with this shit for 30 years? Probably not. You you really got nothing to lose here. Even if you've tried hypnosis with your local hypnotist who does it 10 hours a week. Um, or you've gotten hypnosis sessions from Paul McKenna. You know, your, the three hypnosis uh, sessions are going to change your weight forever. Bullshit. Um, you know, th- this is a different approach. And, and whatever, it's free. You know, you get nothing to lose here, um, you know, except the extra weight. <laughs> but the training's the key thing anyways. The training the most important piece. Um, Steph says, Di- dieting is dead. Yeah, it really is. And it's funny because they're, they're getting on that. It's, it's very interesting, like Weight Watchers, you know weight watchers i always say this every day because people need to know this because you know one of the reasons you're struggling to lose weight is because what you're referencing subconsciously is you're referencing diets right your entire life we all have been inundated with diet ads so we think about weight loss we it's dieting they're linked together we can't even separate weight loss from dieting at this point and um so we're subconsciously referencing diets when we want to lose weight and no one's losing weight right 82 percent of the population now is obese or overweight right 95 percent of people fail to lose weight on a diet so it, it's an epidemic, it, it's unbelievable. And yet we keep going back to the diets. Well, don't trust the diets, because they're owned by the food companies. Did you know that Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz, Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Atkins Food Prox was owned by the same company on Anne's pretzels and cinnamon. Slim fast was owned by the same company it owns Ben and Jerry's. Do you really think these companies want you to lose weight? I don't. And uh, I think this is part of the reason why they never teach you the mindset piece. And watch out for that, too, because the diet companies, again, when you read like the CEO of Weight Watchers, I think starts to it's a little peek behind the curtain. You know what I mean, because you think about Weight Watchers started off great. It was a lady in New Jersey wanted to genuinely help people. And then it turned into just a way to sell their dumb shit food products and their their, their stuff. And again, Weight Watchers to me is the best out of all of them. Um, They used to be anyways, because they had that group social aspect to it. I think there was some value to that. But I'm um, counting points. I mean, it's just it's just shenanigans. It's it's um marketing. You know what I mean? It's marketing ideas um, that they put on there. And I know it's helped a lot of people too. So I, I don't mean to just be so disparaging about it. Um, but they never teach you the real stuff. But they're famous for this. Like they'll start using words like mindset, lifestyle change. You're starting to hear these buzzwords. But don't don't just hear those words because what i found is a lot of times when people say mindset, what they really mean they're just using that as a word like for willpower. You got to have the right mindset. Come on, come on, let's go. You got to have the right mindset. You got to know you're going to do. It. You got to be committed. And it's like that that's not really mindset. You know, mindset and program yourself then is we go through six things. We go through how to motivate yourself, how to create the self-image you want to have because your weight's a physical projection of your mental self. So you have an identity. If you're overweight for a while, you think of yourself as an overweight person. We need to change that. Um so we go into how to create a thin thin and healthy mind, um self-image and identity. Um, we go into how to deal with your habits on a neuroscientific level. Like, you have no idea how to, you have no idea what your habits are, right? You know, you just like, you just try and change them with willpower. I'm just going to act different now. <laughs> it's Monday. Here I go. I'm going to eat totally different from this point forward until I lose the weight. It's so silly, you know. And again, when I say it like this, I don't want you to feel offended. I want you to, feel, oh my God, it wasn't my fault. Holy shit. I had, I haven't. I don't know any of this stuff (laughs) i've been trying to lose weight for 40 years and i don't know anything about how to motivate myself my self-image i've never thought about that uh habits that i never never really thought about it uh i just have a general superficial idea of it you know emotions that's the next piece how do you deal with your emotions how do you feel emotions you want to feel and deal with shitty emotions you don't want to feel you better learn how to do that because we've been conditioned to use food as our main emotional management strategy so you better figure that part out then literally thinking how do you think like a thin and healthy person? You don't know. You're not even around anyone that's thin and healthy that thinks that way. You know how to think like an overweight person. You know how to think like a dieter. Thin and healthy, I don't know. And then finally, maintenance. How do you maintain? What are your strategies? You don't have any because you say, once I get to my goal weight, then I'll think about it. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? You really think you're so confident you're getting from day one to day two? Week one to week two? Month one to month two? You're so confident in that that you don't need to think about maintenance until <laughs> <laughs> you get to your goal weight. It's, it's silly. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm making light. Of, I'm kind of joking a little bit, but, um, it's, it's not your fault. You know what I mean? Like you've been, you've been inundated with this diet, dumb shit for so long that you can't even think straight about weight at all. And, um, I lay out these six categories just to show you that when you hear mindset, don't, don't fall for that. Cause most of the time, and now if someone's genuinely teaching you mindset stuff, great. But I bet they're not, because I'll tell you what, I Carol Dweck is the, the queen of mindsets. She's the growth-fixed mindset lady. And I love that book. I think it's great. Um, however, I did not find a ton of practical stuff in there, I like the, the six categories I mentioned. So again, I mean, she's a PhD. She's brilliant books, all the rest of it. But I'm on the ground floor working with people to help them go from being overweight to living at a thin and healthy way for the rest of their lives. Week to week, you know what I mean? So they, they pop it on the calls. I had a shitty week. I don't know. I'm not going to do this and turning them around. I mean, that's what I've been doing, you know what I mean, for 20 years. So um, my I, I really pride myself on what I'm sharing with you. I, I hope to be very practical for you. You know what I mean? Because um, I think most people, if I just sat here and told you what to eat, what you, what you should eat, that's not going to help you at all. Again, that's not the problem. And yet you think that's the problem. You know, you just think that there's got to be this perfect diet out there that's going to tell you the right way to eat. And that's going to be the difference. And it's just not. You, you need to learn how to influence your thinking and, and all these other things I was talking about. And then above, that's the lifestyle piece. Again, people say the word lifestyle. and It's very vague. You know, even you test yourself. And when I say, what what's a lifestyle? What, what does that mean? You might come up with two, three things. Again, Program Yourself, then there's eight specific habits that I show you how to install in your life in a very practical way. I teach a master ritual, which covers six of the eight habits. And you can do it in a minute or two a day just to create that consistency and get them into your life, you know? So again, everything I do is about real world practicality. And I think the weight loss industry is just all bullshit because <laughs> it's like, I'm not saying like, like a lot of these diets have solid nutritional principles underneath them, but, um, it's not, it's not knowing what to do that's the problem for you. It's being able to get yourself to do it, you know? And that's what no one ever really goes through. Yeah, well, part of the work. So true lifestyle change has to be chill, otherwise it won't stick. Yeah, exactly, chill. And I like that you keep saying that because what, what, one of the words that comes up a lot from clients of mine is they're like, and I say this a lot too, is like really what I'm talking about is calm weight loss which is why one part of the program self thin system is I deliver it through your phone. You know, I know tomorrow morning you're going to look at your phone when you wake up and when you do, you're going to see a message from me, you're going to tap on it and it's going to bring you a five minute hypnosis session. So again, what I want, one of your worst qualities is you don't know how to be consistent, right? Consistency is a big part of the problem, right? So how do you try and create consistency? Think about this. How do you try and create consistency? You go from not exercising for the last 10 years to, I need to exercise an hour four times a week. Okay, try to be consistent with that. Let me know how that goes. You go from not focusing on your eating for the last year to I'm going to eat 1,200 calories every day. I'm going to, no more carbs, no more sugar, you know, just some extreme thing. How are you going to be consistent with this such an extreme thing? That's like saying, I want to run a marathon. I haven't run in 10 years. I want to run a marathon, so I'm going to start running 10 miles a day tomorrow. And I, and I want to be consistent with it. Well, good luck. I want to play the piano. I'm going to play 10 hours a day. Okay, well, consistency's out the window because you're going to wake up the second day and your fingers are going to be cramped up. You're going to do anything. And this is what you're doing to yourself metaphorically with the diets. So you have no strategy to create consistency. Your, your, your idea of being consistent is to go from doing nothing to being absolutely perfect in 24 hours. And it's so silly when I put it this way, I know. But but that's the point. That's why I'm talking to you like this. So how do you create consistency? Okay, well, could you wake up every day for the next eight weeks and dedicate five minutes in the morning when you wake up within a half hour waking up to listen to a five-minute hypnosis session where every hypnosis, each one's different, right? And so every every one of these sessions has a weight loss mantra in it. And so you, you sit somewhere quiet and you start your morning relaxed and calm. You close your eyes you're breathing you're relaxing you're quieting down you're centering you're bringing yourself inwards and you're hearing all of this positive stuff and um and you you know each day you're doing it and it's easy that's how you develop consistency you know and then at night there's a 10 minute sleep gnosis session you listen to that so you're bookending your days with all this positive stuff going into your mind there's other parts of the program but that's just one piece of how do you create consistency in a chill calm way you know so again by doing that you're you're creating a mindset that supports you, but simultaneously you're creating a body, a physical body that's more relaxed and calm. Are you relaxed and calm in life? Are you? <laughs> I bet you're not. And I bet you're just, if you're like most of us, you're kind of right up to here with life, right? It's stressful times. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I got so much to do and not enough time to do it. Right? It's, it's constant stress, right? Let's be honest. And so you're up to here with stress. So what's your weight loss plan to jump into a diet tomorrow where you cut your calories in half, where you completely change how you eat starting tomorrow. So you're already at a, this is, this was the max stress. I just, I, it's like this, this doesn't make sense. You can't say, but this is the max, right? You're already maxed out on stress. Are you not, do you have an abundance of relaxation in common in your life? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> so you're stressed out, right? You're already at your wits end. And so let's, let's get, let's see how long our wits are and, and just add a, a diet onto it, you know? And it's like, again, I'm, I'm making jokes, but it's like, it, this is why I say it's not you. It's the strategy. It's a horse shit strategy. It's, it's, it's a goofy strategy. When we look at this, it's like, oh, no shit. Ah, it's not me. It's a dumb strategy. But of course you never think to think it's a strategy because all you're just, it's constantly diet, 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 diet you know? so uh anyways that's how you get better plan you you know you have to have a different approach you know that's the secret you're not going to get better results by doing the same thing um that you've been trying to do for 30 years that hasn't worked what's up bailey another smart person in the program Uh kelly says i love this so much i'm glad kelly again that's why i get on here i just want to Help people out. I feel I feel sad. You know, for me, again, this is this is life and death for me. Um, that's how I think of it. My dad died at 54 of a heart attack. So for me, weight has always been much more than just looking good. You know, it's really primarily about living as long as you can, you know. And so that's what I'm here for. This is why I do all these for free, you know. It's because I, I want to – it makes me sad. Like, I don't think – yeah, I want you to wear a bathing suit to the beach. I, that You should get that too. But <laughs> I'm way more focused on you living as long as you can. You know, having the best quality relationships you can have, feeling as good as you can about yourself, being the best version of yourself possible for as long as you can. That's what I'm thinking about when I talk about weight, you know, and that's why I do this all for free. When will they start telling the truth that obesity is the leading cause of death going out of your BMI? Yeah, yeah, I know that. Weight is the number one cause of preventable death. They, they're not going to start telling the truth because what's going on is you have a food industry that's the same as the cigarette industry, literally. Do you know Nabisco and RJR Reynolds are literally merged together? They're the same company. Do you know the, the parent company of Kraft is Philip Morris? They're doing the exact same shit with food that they did with cigarettes for 100 years. If I go on a time machine 100 years ago, I see someone smoking, I say, I don't do that, you're going to get lung cancer. They look at me like I'm nuts, right? Imagine this though. That that's a, It's a very interesting thing to really internalize this. People are smoking cigarettes, putting smoke, combustible smoke into their lungs, and they're not intuitively connecting that this might be bad for my lungs, like give me lung cancer. People didn't believe it. Well, and they sat on the studies and they, they confuse us and whatever. They did that with cigarettes. The studies were coming out in the late 40s that cigarettes were linked with lung cancer. And so the cigarette companies sat on the studies. They, they confuse people. They, they do all this shit. And um, so people don't understand the truth. Well, guess what's happening now? It's the exact same thing with the food and the the weight, and um, it's it's life and death. You know, and that's the, that's another piece. That's where the diet piece comes in. Again, it's the obesity conspiracy. It's the food companies, the diets are the same thing, and the medical establishment, and they all work hand in hand. Again, I like doctors. It's I'm not I'm not anti medicine, but I let's be honest. It's a it's a medical at this point in time. It's a business model that's built around treating the symptoms, not finding the cures. There's a lot more money to be sold, selling you insulin, um, type two, diabetic, you know, stuff, dealing with cardiovascular disease, you know? So I hear some doctors on TikTok who I really respect and love Oh, no doctors want you to be healthy. Yeah, that's fine. But this the establishment, you know, you got to go to your doctor and learn how to be healthy. They don't know the shit I'm talking about. My doctor, I've had the same way for 30 years, 12 years ago. I had a 25 pound weight gain. I had my son, we moved. It was a bunch of stress, a bunch of shit happened, you know? And so whatever long story short is i dropped like 15 of the pounds you know within that year and i go back and go, oh my god how'd you do it amazed right no one no one loses weight they have no idea you know again i like that you break your arm right to the doctor you know there's a lot of things doctors are great at helping you manage your weight. weight's not one of them you know that's just what it is okay no big deal but so um we live in a culture that's constantly minimizing the consequences of the food we're eating consistently just like they did with the cigarettes. You understand? So 20, 30 years, I mean, it's, it's probable that there will be warning labels on junk food, sugars, processed foods. I mean, that's, that's probably where we're going. And that's going to be a good day because people are going to be able to see the truth more. Even, you know, if, if you read about this stuff, they the food industry didn't want to have nutrition labels at first. Then they wanted them because they use them for, they're just shady, shady, shady. And, um, anyways, I don't want to get into that, but, but the point that, that happens is that you get a mindset that is cued up to be overweight and obese, you know? And so, yeah, you're right, Janet. People don't link those things together. Yeah. But Karen says slow and steady wins the race. Absolutely. Um, such a lovely approach. Yeah. I'm glad. I appreciate that. Yeah. Paul just signed up. Nice. That's awesome. Um, yeah, you all should get, go get the hypnosis session. It's really good. Um, and what I like about it, and I'm going to say something too, cause You may have tried hypnosis, you may be curious about hypnosis, and I'm going to give you my opinion on it. And I always kind of feel bad saying this to my my colleagues, my hypnosis colleagues, but again, I I always swear I'm not going to bullshit you guys, okay? I don't think there's any hypnosis program I've ever seen that would ever just make you lose weight for good, okay? So I think you could listen to hypnosis sessions, because usually most hypnosis programs for weight loss are two, three sessions, you know, there's like a, a fat burner session, a, uh, booster metabolism session, and, uh, I don't know, an emotional eating session, let's just say, and you're supposed to listen to those and then you're going to lose weight and they're not going to work because what happens with hypnosis is it, it could work very well for the first week, two weeks, um, because it's new, it's new, it's novel. You're hearing good stuff for sure. And it's great. Um, but then you start to just get used to the sessions that become less effective over time. Typically. Okay. So this is why, I, and I get, I say this, just, this is my own experience. I started off with a hypnosis office, primarily working with weight loss. First person I ever worked with, you know, I just get there and I just read them a script and that person ended up losing 40 pounds. I was like, Holy shit. But then, then you start working with people. That doesn't, that doesn't happen with everyone. You know? So I was like, well, I need, I need consistent ways to help people lose weight that are predictable. And, and I can hang my hat on and that, you know, 20 years later, you know what I mean? I'm still working on it, but it's like, now we got program yourself then. But um, the hypnosis is a very powerful piece of it. But at the end of the day, I believe that it's just like the, you know, the saying, like you can uh, you know, give a person a fish, feed them for a day, teach a person a fish, feed them for a lifetime. I think you, you have to understand how to program your own subconscious mind. And so this is why the cornerstone of the Program Yourself Thin program is the Program Yourself Thin technique. And this is a one, two minute self-hypnosis technique you use on yourself at night. It's actually two techniques. It's a redo technique, rehearsal technique and this is a very powerful way to program your subconscious mind to become that thin healthy happy version of you that you want to be and it becomes because here's what you're missing you know what you don't you don't look at your weight loss there's outcome and process okay so what you've been obsessively conditioned to focus on is the outcome that you want right i just want to lose weight and all you care about and all you think about is losing weight this is why i get people asking me what do you think about water fasting Well, I think it's stupid, right? Because it's not sustainable. And so what's the point, right? But if all you care about is outcome, then water fasting seems great because I'm gonna lose weight. And so that outcome has just got short-term nature by definition. And so what you wanna do is you wanna start focusing more on the process. You wanna figure out what is a process I can use that's going to give me mastery over the outcome, the weight loss that I wanna create and the weight that I wanna live at. And you never do this, you know? And when you do this, this is how you create your, your plan. And so again, another piece of program yourself to some the third piece is that there's the weight mastery blueprints, mindset, lifestyle, eating blueprint that you create for yourself. Again, it's a fill in the blank template, <clears throat> but you're filling it out. Cause again, I could create a diet and just tell you what I eat and people would buy it cause that's what you've been conditioned to think. Like, just tell me what to do. That's not gonna matter. You need to figure out how you wanna eat. You're not me. You don't like the foods I like. You don't have my lifestyle. So you need to figure out what works for you. And once you have these customized blueprints, the whole process is easier and more effective because it's built around you. And then when you have this program yourself 10 technique that you use every day, I always equivalent it's almost like brushing your teeth, you know? Because here's what here's another piece that you never internalize is again in your diet mindset, you think you're gonna start on Monday and then you're just gonna be perfect until you lose the weight and you get to your goal weight. And that's not gonna happen. You're gonna make lots of mistakes. And so you need a strategy to get back on track quickly. I believe that getting back on track quickly is the number one skill of mastering your weight. Okay. And so you have no strategy to get back on track quickly though, do you? And so program yourself then is literally built around this technique that gets you back on track quickly. allows you to learn and grow from your mistakes. Your mistakes are wonderful. Listen, anything you can do in life, reading, writing, riding a bike, using a computer mouse, using a remote control, driving a car, literally anything you've learned, you've learned through making mistakes and adjusting to them and getting better. And when it comes to weight loss, though, no, I'm going to start on day one and be perfect. Uh, no, you're not. And so you have no strategy, you have no technique you can rely on to learn from your mistakes. So that's what the, the Program Yourself in Technique does. It's like brushing your teeth at the end of the night. Yeah, you know, brushing your teeth, right? You have a shitty day, you have lots of sugar. Well, you brush your teeth, you kind of start from zero again. You know what I mean? And so once you have that, it changes the whole process because you don't need to be perfect. You're not going to be anyways, but at least now you have a strategy to learn and grow from it and get back on track fast. Um, I think they're afraid of that word hypnosis. Too many churches have said that, that it's believe in devil. That's like saying your imagination to the devil. So misleading. I agree, Janet. I've had, I know that. I know that people have, I mean, listen, hypnosis isn't some crazy thing either. I mean, it's like, I wonder about that sometimes, sometimes I'm conspiratorial minded, but, you know, hypnosis a hundred years ago, hypnosis was part of the medical establishment. You know, they were using it. Doctors were using it consistently, um, for anesthesia, pain relief, things like this, because they didn't have anesthesia, they didn't have chemical anesthesia. And so once the chemical anesthesia comes along, you know, hypnosis gets booted and then it gets marginalized. You know, now the hypnosis is always this goofy shit, you know, oh, look, like chicken, you know, has it's gotten to be goofy times to me, understanding hypnosis is the power like like i don't I don't believe not for weight loss anyways there is things like you like there was people come visit me for phobias I could cure a phobia like that for good you know um, and there's a few other things that hypnosis like boom fixed done uh, but weight loss is not one of them because weight loss is a real comprehensive thing you know and so there's no No one could just say things to you that's all of a sudden going to make you eat differently, live differently for the rest of your life, as far as I've seen, you know. So you have to internalize the process yourself and understand how to hypnotize yourself because you are your own best or worst hypnotist, right? Let's talk about hypnosis for a second, you know. Um, What is hypnosis? So you have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Your conscious mind is the logical, rational part of your brain. Um, It's the part of you that knows you want to lose weight, knows why you should lose weight, knows what you should do to lose weight, tries to get you to do that. That's where your willpower is. Your subconscious mind is the party that runs all your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Okay? So it's important for you to understand that your weight is run by your subconscious mind. Your weight has been automated. You have this subconscious programming that you have learned. um, One one aspect is how you eat. You eat the same way. You're not constantly eating different foods every day of the week every week it's always different you're not doing that you have routines you have patterns that's how the subconscious mind works it has routines and patterns so you have specific routines and patterns of how you eat how you live that are creating the weight that you're living at and so what you try to do when you want to lose weight is you try and use your conscious mind which is your prefrontal cortex it's about 10 percent of your brain you try and use this prefrontal cortex willpower to fight against your subconscious mind and it's not a good Fight because your subconscious mind is very energy efficient. So, to put this in context, let's just say for the last five years, you sit on the sofa at eight o'clock at night and eat ice cream. Okay. And so now it's Monday, you just started your diet and you're sitting on the sofa, and all of a sudden you get this idea that says, Hey, let's have some ice cream. And all of a sudden you say, No, no, we can't. Willpower, we can't. We're on a diet. We're not eating ice cream now. And then you go and watch the show, and 30 seconds later, Hey, wh- let's have some ice cream. Nope, no, we can't. Remember, I'm on a diet. Come on, man. And no, a minute later, hey, what's going on? Why aren't we eating the ice cream? No, because we're on a diet. That's why we're going to sit here. We're not going to eat the ice cream. Okay, stop it. But what about the ice cream? No, <laughs> And this goes on, right? And so this is basically your dieting in a nutshell is you consciously trying to fight against your subconscious mind. It's a losing battle, but it does put your weight loss in context. And the context is way more accurate. You've thought that you're struggling to lose weight because the food's so good or you have no willpower whatever. But really what's going on is that you don't understand how to create behavioral change. So why the weight loss is difficult, it would be like if you woke up tomorrow and you said, you know what, I'm going to brush my teeth with my other hand. I'm going to use my computer mouse with my other hand. I'm going to hold my phone with my other hand, put it in my other pocket. Okay, go ahead and do that. You really ought to do this tonight. Go brush your teeth with the other hand. And what happens is you can do it, but it takes lots and lots of prefrontal cortex conscious thought to do it. And you're going to quickly find out that even though you're thinking about it, you're going to jab your gums, you're going to miss teeth, you're going to be frustrated because it takes a lot more energy than it usually does when you do an autopilot. And that's a good window into realizing why weight loss has been hard for you because you're trying to consciously take control of things that are automated, that are running on autopilot. And you think you're just going to pop in and and take control of them, you know, and you're not. It's It's a shitty, stupid strategy when you think of it this way. You know, and so what we want to do instead of you, what you've been doing is you've been using your conscious mind to fight against your subconscious mind to lose weight. What we want to do instead is we use our conscious mind to reprogram the subconscious mind so that you subconsciously automatically do the things that keep you at your goal weight. And that's the difference, you know? And so it's a much more, it makes a lot more sense. Uh, You know, it's a really, it's a plan that makes a lot of sense. And I bring this up because... You've probably been trying to lose weight for decades at this point. And if you're really honest with yourself, you'll recognize that you don't know anything more about how to lose weight than you did before you started your first diet. You know, you really don't. You want to lose, um, you know, you want to lose 50 pounds. You don't know how to lose five pounds. And, and this is the problem. You know, you've been dieting for all this time. You're not learning things, you're not growing. You're in the exact same spot you were mentally, strategically, um, with your weight loss that you were 20, 30 years ago, you're not, you're not getting anywhere. That's the problem, you know? So again, what I'm laying out to you is the path of mastery. I'm not saying it's the easiest thing in the world. I'm not sitting here promising you easy, instant weight loss, but I'm saying it's a plan that makes sense. Kind of like, for example, it's like, if you wanted to play a musical instrument, right? It's like, you go work with a teacher, there's a a system. Okay. First you learn chords. Then you learn some scales. Then you learn melody. Then you learn a rhythm. Now you learn improvisation. Now you learn, you know, you you systematically learn these things and you learn them and then you get them good. then you can do it. That's what I'm talking about. And now compare that to what you've been doing. There's zero strategy. It's purely tactical. Every diet's a tactic. It's one thing. You notice that every diet's one thing. They do this because they know you're stressed and overwhelmed. And so they have to make it conceptually as easy as possible for you to buy into it. And so, so, just just stop eating carbs. Well, the flip side of just stop eating carbs is completely change how you eat. That sounds a little more stressful and hard, but just stop eating carbs sounds simple. Just count your points. Just don't eat for 16 hours. Just eat Mediterranean food. Just stop eating vegetables. Yeah, carnivore, right? Just stop eating meat. <laughs> just stop eating fat. <laughs> so it's like, right? Every diet is one thing there to do this, just do that. I can promise you that there is no tactical response to your weight loss that's going to get you the results you want. You need a holistic, comprehensive strategy. There, there's no, the people say, oh, what do you think of intermittent fasting? I mean, it's great. It's a tactic. I use it. I integrate it as part of my overall plan. It, it's You know what I mean? It's one little piece out of many. And and you don't you never get to think about your weight loss this way. And I don't want it to feel overwhelmed. I do Oh my god, all this stuff, all this stuff. Well, no, it's it, it's a set of things. By the way, just one more pitch, please. Go get the hypnosis session because then you get on my email list. And the training I got is just working on today. It's this close to being done. It's the weight mastery pyramid, which I love. This training because it it it's literally it's the weight mastery pyramid. I lay everything out right there for you. And I give you the I'll give you the the image of it. you can print it out and just have it there. It's not that much stuff but it's a systematic approach, a logical, strategic approach to changing your weight for good. You've never had this. Everything you've done has been you trying to force yourself, muscle yourself to eat differently. And, and there's just zero strategy at all. So it's no wonder that you haven't gotten the results you want. And so that's what you have to watch out for though. You gotta watch out for the apathy. You know, you've been at this now for 20, 30 years and you've tried a lot of diets and it's not the diets you haven't failed on. It's the diets that you've succeeded with and then failed on that really damage you the most. And it gets to the point subconsciously you start to associate even losing weight with failure because you don't believe you're going to keep it off. That's where most clients end up working with me because they there's completely apathetic. They're thinking about weight loss 24 hours a day, that, but they're stuck. They can't get started with a plan, you know? And um, so again, w- w- what my approach is is, it's really a strategic system. It's a system to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life there on near autopilot. You know, that part is not just a tagline marketing thing. It's literally on near autopilot. I sit in front of you as someone who has mastered their weight. I'm at the same weight for 30 years here. But the important piece of that is that I have not dieted once and I have not worked out. I'm not proud of that. I don't like working out. I'm getting better at it. I got some stuff I'm working on, again, using the strategies, and I'm I'm doing workouts that work for me, but I have not worked out over 30 years in any consistent fashion at all. I've done no dieting. I've mastered my mindset, my lifestyle, my eating. So I now have a, a way of living, a way of thinking, a way of eating that's built around me and that I've programmed in my subconscious mind to do on autopilot. And so I don't think about what I'm gonna eat. I don't think about weight and all the rest of it. I just live my life and I stay at my goal weight. Now it's a little, I, I mean, I do tend to it. I don't, I don't wanna pretend like this is a complete autopilot. It's not complete autopilot, but it's like 80% autopilot, you know? And the eating is like 90% autopilot, 95% autopilot. It's the lifestyle piece that I probably give the most energy and attention to, you know. Um, but it is. It's just a completely different way to do it, you know. And it's, it can be freeing. You're not saying your way. The only way you're saying to try this, think this. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That's absolutely true. I was thinking that. Yeah, like I never tell people what to do. My, my programming itself then is diet agnostic. You know, i got people in the program that are um, carnivore, right? I'm a pescatarian. Um, people that are vegan. You know, it, People are just all across the spectrum of diet philosophies. And um, it doesn't matter because I don't care what specific things you want to do. I want you, everyone's different. You know what I mean? I want you to do what works for you. You know, but I have the, that's what this program does. It helps you do that, you know? Um, it's not me telling you what to do though. You, you've got to, I hope, if you get nothing else out of what I'm saying here, please start to have like some sensor in your brain that when you see a weight loss approach coming at you, that you ask the question, are they just telling me what to do or are they going to help show me how to get myself to do it are they going to help me do it because virtually any everything i've seen is some person telling you how to eat how to exercise and then you're supposed to force yourself to follow that plan and i don't think that's enough you know so yeah i always let people i I let people do it you know like whatever they want to do Living my best life with hypnosis. The whole way I talk to myself has changed. It means so much to myself. Yeah, you, I know. Bailey, we, we, we were mentioning. I was saying this is this is what I'm talking about. This is why you need to learn the program yourself. Then technique. This is why it's so important. Because in the hypnosis world, we always have this saying that you are your own best or worst hypnotist. Because you are up in your head talking to yourself 24 hours a day. Do you know this? Right. You know that voice in your head. It's called the internal dialogue. That voice is like a little hypnotist. And if you're overweight, you've got a a voice in there that's making you overweight i promise you and as bailey says a lot of times that voice is very mean if you're watching me you're probably an overthinker again on the perfectionist scale and you think being meaner to yourself that's why i started this whole call off today with losing weight with love but you're in the you believe "Ah, that's fine for all those people but for me i'm going to be mean to myself that's how i'm going to get results jim And you're mean as hell to yourself i know this i again 5,000 private weight loss sessions with people just like you. you. You know what I mean? People that are smart and successful in areas of their lives, personally or professionally. And then the weight loss though, what the hell? You know, you're just like, well, I don't get it. I don't understand. I'm smart over here. I'm action oriented over here. Willpower over here. And then over here, I don't know what's going on. And what you don't realize is it's it's what you're thinking all the time. It's not the overthinking. It's what you're overthinking. You're constantly overthinking about the problems. Um, and you're, you don't realize how you're hypnotizing yourself. That That's the biggest problem. Again, watch the training. I go through that. I, I share it with you. I don't know. How are you going to change your weight if you can't change that voice in your head? Yeah. Thank you are making clarity. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, 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 someone's... Coley Cannoli. <laughs> I like that. Coley Cannoli. Hi, Jim. I signed up for the free hypnosis multiple times, but I never received it in my email. Okay. That's not good. Um, shoot me... <laughs> Coley Cannoli. That's a funny name. Uh, can you... Just either message me through TikTok or send me an email at gym at Um What does happen, it's annoying, is my email service is very strict with the sending and sometimes certain email addresses just get flagged as spam or whatever. So if you shoot me your email address, um, I, will, I can get that fixed for you and you should get them tomorrow or starting Saturday. Yeah, that's another thing, folks. I email you every day, by the way, you know? Um, what do you think about majority injections for weight loss? Oh, I don't like them. I don't like them. I was thinking about that last night. I was like, I'm going to make a desperation chart. Um, I'm going to make a desperation chart for weight loss. And I was like, who, who's the most desperate? I was thinking probably people that get surgery. That's probably the most desperate followed by the medicines, you know, then crazy diets. Retreats like where you go away for a week or two weeks. But what I think about the injections is, um, now I'm, I'm not, I'm here to be supportive. So if you want to get them and you're getting them, yeah, I wish you the best. Okay. Um, but what I know about them, a, they're not the miracle cure that they're put out there as a, I, I have clients on it and, um, you know, I always say the best case scenario is that you're nauseous all the time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? These injections were made for type 2 diabetics to help their pancreas produce more insulin was the, the goal and, and the purpose of them now. So if you're type 2 diabetic, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you're using it for weight loss and you're not type 2 diabetic. And so, um, yeah, that if, if the best case scenario is that you're nauseous all the time and so you don't want to eat. You know, because what they found out is it, it it messes with your your appetite signaling. So like, oh, It deals with the food noise. The food noise is the problem, Jim. Yeah, no shit. I've been focused on food noise for thirty years. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. this says for yeah, lose weight. I fig- I figured that's what you meant, anyways. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, if you worry about food noise, I mean, food noise rate right, is, is short for hedonic eating. Hedonic eating is pleasure eating. Okay, and so why why in this society would we have um, why would we have such issues with food noise <laughs> oh okay oh so heather you on it you, you took it so if you feel sick and nauseous great <laughs> it's working <laughs> i'm kind of joking I, I don't mean to be an asshole i i know i know i i don't mean to make fun of people's desperation i, I at all i do not mean that um yes for diabetes okay um so i i, I don't mean a joke about that it's just sometimes you know it's like in the weight loss world it's like it's hard times missing this stuff this is a bullshit with with the medical stuff. But anyway, so um yeah, so you know, I mean, right? As for diabetes and you're sick and nauseous, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's helped bring my yeah, A1C down. Yeah, so it's like again, it's um it's if you're if you're type 2 diabetic, I think, you know, that's a different story, right? But I want to point out to everyone who's just kicking it around as just like, well, I've tried all the diets and and this has worked. I'm going to try the the injections or the Ozempic. Understand that the best case scenario is you're sick and nauseous all the time. That, that's how it works. It makes you feel sick and nauseous so you don't want to eat. And then you lose weight. And then you have to be on it forever for the effects to last. And if you get below obese and your medical doesn't cover it anymore, then you have to pay $2,000 a month. And it's a new medicine. We don't know what the long-term effects of it are yet. So again, just once again, what, pretty much everything I've ever seen in the weight loss industry is always Band-Aids to you know, treat the symptoms and not go to the cure. And so, if you want to deal with food noise, you know, again, why would we be thinking about food all the time in a pleasure way? It does it have anything to do with the fact that if you watch an hour of TV, you probably expose yourself to 10, 15 minutes of food commercials, right? And every commercial is a hypnosis session. You know, and we're constantly being programmed to be obsessed with food Hi- hyper palatable, processed, unhealthy, fattening food. And so, if you're wondering why you can't stop thinking about food, I mean, it's not a mystery. But again, most people don't even know what's going on inside their head. To be honest, that's why program yourself then it, it. It's it's about becoming more in tune with what you think. And first, I always say in the program, awareness precedes change. Again, with weight loss, you just want to hit everything with the willpower hammer. You don't want to understand shit. Let's just let's just whack it. You know, let's just stop it. <laughs> Thanks, Heather. Um, but program yourself then, <clears throat> and I even have there's. Um, Right now there's a woman in the program who's on Ozempic in the program because she's using the Ozempic now to kind of, you know, she, she doesn't want to be on it long-term. So she's on it now and then learning all the strategies of the program so, what you, can, so you can get off of it. And I think that's a smart move because program itself then, I, I don't know, I'm not going to say it's the most comprehensive program on the planet because there's always things I don't know. I was thinking, I don't know if I'm willing to do this. I, I would put my money where my mouth is. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. How many people are on here? I don't, I, I feel pretty safe with it, but I'm going to do it. I'll pay you a hundred bucks if you find a more comprehensive, non-invasive weight mastery program. So there you go. Email me at Jim at Program Yourself Then. If you find a non-invasive, non-surgical, um, more comprehensive weight mastery program than Program Yourself Then, I will, let, I would just PayPal you a hundred dollars. All right. I, I I will put it up. I don't think I am going to do it, but <laughs> Never know. And and if there's multiple, you know, if if someone says me the same thing, that is more, more comprehensive, uh, I'll pay the person who says it to me first. But I've been around the block with weight loss and uh, I've never seen anything even close to it. You know, I think, I think it's not knowing what to eat that's your problem. I think it's knowing how to get yourself to do it consistently. And I think it becomes a game of subtlety as most paths of mastery are, you know, I'm very fortunate in my life that I'm on a couple paths of mastery. Meditation, guitar, yoga um, are three of them. And what I find is that you go through the first phase where you learn kind of the obvious stuff, and then the path of mastery truly begins where it becomes a game of subtle things, little things you master. Practicing guitar chords with relaxed, relaxing your body completely as you do a chord right? So it's like you go deeper into simple things. It's the fundamentals, right? And so I think you never even learn what the fundamentals are with this sort of approach to weight mastery. You never even use the term weight mastery, right? And so to really have a system that gets you the ability to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on your autopilot, I just never seen it out there. And so when I compare that to an injection, what about this diet? Well, those are just tactics and they just seem like superficial band-aids for a much deeper problem. I know what the deeper problems are. I, I've done so many, I've worked with so many people. I've worked with myself. That's not the thing you think is the problem. It's deeper thing. I'll give you an example personal. So one aspect, this is just one piece of it. One piece of my journey was my dad dies at nine, I'm nine years old and my father's gone. And I got my younger brother, my mom, and it's like the most traumatic thing ever. And I don't know how to deal with it. Uh, my mom, God bless her, most amazing mom on the planet, it's 1984. She didn't even know about therapy and help. She just, don't be sad, <laughs> you know? So, okay. So I don't know how to deal with any of these emotions. Now I'm 15, 16. Alcohol starts coming to the picture. And I think, looking back on it, oh yeah, you shouldn't drink, you shouldn't eat, you shouldn't do that crazy shit. Well, I, I know that, but I can't stop myself. What I, for me a big piece of the puzzle was how do you deal with these emotions? Thanks, Heather. Um, how do you deal with, you know, the the, the pain, the anger, the sadness, all these, these deep emotions? So it's like, if I take a Zempic, I never would have dealt with that shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, so again, I'm not judging if you're on that. It has nothing to do with that. But I think that, those are band-aids that, that aren't getting the deeper thing, which brings me back, and I want to reinforce this, that the biggest belief I have is that you want to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. I don't think wanting to lose weight is enough motivation for the average person. I think what's way more motivating is making the process about becoming the best version of you possible, the healthiest, happiest, longest living, most successful version of you that you can possibly be. One aspect of that's your weight. But I think this focus is much more inspiring, and more importantly, once you get to your goal weight, there's still things to focus on and improve and in progress progress with. With diet, the diet ideas you just gonna get to your goal weight, and then what? Then what? What do you do then? What do you look forward to? Because most people trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. Well, what do you do when there's no f- scale going down and there's no food now? What do you? How do you stay motivated? You know. So um. Anyways. Um. Yeah, it's brought my 1 AC down. Yeah, that's great. Um, are commercials hypnotic? Are they hypnotists? There's something to be said for this. Yeah, commercials are absolutely hypnosis sessions, folks. Please understand that. The most powerful hypnosis I see in society is is commercials, television commercials. Maybe movie commercials are the only thing that I think that are even bigger because they're bigger. You know, they're more immersive. Um, but... What's going on, just real simple, you, you all go into hypnosis constantly. Hypnosis isn't some weird state you've never experienced. Every time you watch a TV show or a movie, you're in a hypnotic state. You're relaxed and calm, and you're imagining what you're seeing. You're, you're vicariously experiencing what you're watching through your imagination, and you're having an actual experience of it. If you're watching sports, you're sitting there on the sofa, but you're literally releasing adrenaline in your body as if you were playing a sport. If you're watching a scary movie, you're nervous and tense, even though you're safe but your imagination's in the movie situation and you're reacting literally as if you were in that situation. That's amazing, fascinating stuff, isn't it? What that means is that you can influence your physiology. You can influence your imagination on a very deep level using, using hypnosis, you know, but yeah, commercials are the most hypnotic things I know of in society. Um, LOL, oh good man, you're so genuine. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yes, and meal planning. Yeah, great. Well, again, the meal planning part's great, um, Heather. And again, I- I'm not here to judge it. You know what I mean? Like, like again, even at that point, I, I whatever, any- anything I can do to help someone, I don't care what your path is, okay? I do have opinions, though, because I think a lot of times we live in a society where we're constantly sold bullshit, you know? Um, so anyways, can yoga help with the process of losing weight? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and it helps in a way that I never would have imagined. It helps because it makes you more in tune with your body and you're not gonna believe this but when you make mistakes is the most valuable that's the most valuable piece of the weight mastery puzzle because we learn through mistakes and what happens a lot this is the most profound idea that happened to me in my whole journey i remember one time i had for dinner no it was i used to yoga at night for an hour i would do it at night around 10 o'clock and one night i went to go do it and i was like holy shit! i feel terrible i felt really bad my stomach hurt i felt like i was like oh i don't not feel good and I was like, what's going on? And I realized, oh, I ate a giant meatball grinder sandwich hoagie sub um, for dinner. And I was like, oh. And then I had the thought, I was like, holy shit, I, I ate this all the time in my life. But I never realized I felt this way because usually what am I doing at 10 o'clock? I'm watching TV, distracting myself. That was very instructive to me because we intuitively tend to think like, oh, if I feel like shit from food, I'll feel like shit. I'll, I'll know. No, you won't. No, you won't. If you go and eat a bunch of food, you get totally stuffed and you go sit on the sofa and watch TV, you disassociate from your body. You're less aware of what the effect of those foods are on you. And so the yoga, I think the biggest help the yoga did is it made me way more in tune with the effects of the food that I ate. If you, like if you just, from this point forward, if you just did this, it would be dramatically changing, life changing for you. If after every meal, you took five minutes, two minutes, you took two minutes after every meal, 15 minutes after every meal, and you went and sit quietly in a chair or in a dark room and just connect with your body and see how you feel, you would be, I think you'd be amazed because you realize how shitty you feel. And that would start to change your eating decisions, you know, which is a huge part of the program yourself then process as well. Is meditation, yoga, and guitar or any instrument? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be any instrument, right? It's all the path of mastery. Um, you look like you lost weight. It was a while ago, but I, yeah, it, it's... um I did. I feel hopeless. It feels like I'll never lose weight. No, I get that, Sarah. But a lot of that hopelessness isn't because you think it's you, but it's not. It's the diets, you know, And, and, and because the diets always seem like they're different. But in reality, they're always the same. And what I mean by that is every diet is the same in the sense that they're just telling you what to eat and you're supposed to force yourself to do it. And um, that's not a good plan. So I know, Sarah, I, I, you're, you're literally, everyone that comes to me, no one comes to the hypnotist. I'm the, the solution to last resort. No one starts with the hypnotist. They, they end up at me after they've tried everything and nothing works. And they're just completely stuck, apathetic, discouraged, can't get started. Um, what I would say, Sarah, is go to, my, go to my bio, click that link and get the hypnosis session. Um, it's a 10 minute kickstart session, the new Thin Me. It'll get you motivated in a very unique way. Because every time you've been motivated is usually through pain. You get really upset what the scale says, the picture shows of you, you're, oh, I didn't realize that was that big. Someone says something shitty, you get doctor appointment. all these things happen, and you get so upset, and they say, that's how I'm gonna lose weight. And you try and use this pain to force yourself to eat better. With this approach here, you're gonna listen to the session, and you're gonna feel more relaxed, you're gonna feel calm, and you're gonna imagine yourself the way you wanna be, and you're gonna feel this positive motivation. And just from listening to that session, I can almost guarantee you, over the next 24, 48 hours, you will naturally make healthier food choices and lifestyle decisions. Test it out, it's free. And then there's the training I give you right on the other side of that, which is really the key part of the whole process. I don't think you'll feel as hopeless if you watch that. You know, but you gotta take action, all right? What do you think of water fasting? There it is. Um, I think water fasting's stupid if you wanna lose weight long-term. You know, if you got a, you know, if you got a wrestling meet coming up, you know, (laughs) Maybe it's a good idea, you know. But again, what's the point of water fasting to lose? What's the point of losing ten pounds this week from water fasting if you put it all back on next week? Like, what, what's what's the goal there? You know, I feel like it's very discouraging. Losing weight and putting it back on is is very discouraging. So, I um I don't I'm not a big fan of water fasting for weight loss. You know, if you're doing it for spiritual reasons or other reasons, um, that's a different story. But I think for weight loss, it just doesn't make much sense. Uh, you know. So that's what I think about that. All right, everyone. I got to get out of here, though. I got a coaching call coming up. Again, if you do end up joining Program Yourself, then we have coaching calls every Tuesday and Thursday. So uh, where you get to work with me. Do you recommend keto then? Um, I think keto's fine. I mean, in terms of like it's, it's just a tactic, you know, so I think reducing your carbs is a smart move. because We live in a country where the number one source of calories for people is uh, refined carbs, you know, is baked goods. What time is live tomorrow? Tomorrow, noon. Noon. I oh, hope I'm gonna try to do noon. Um, I'm gonna get that down. I'm gonna get it the same time every day. I'm gonna do that. But all right, everyone, I gotta get out of here. Very much go go over my bio, get the hypnosis session, and watch that training. All right. So um, thank you. Oh, what do you think about eating everything you want in smaller portions? Yeah, I'm a big fan of eating everything you want. I think you just gotta do it strategically. But I think that that's a smart that's a smart place to start. Okay. Don't kick everything that you like out. That's not a good good strategy. All right. So everyone have a great day and we'll talk soon. Bye.